Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. So, Jane and James, you guys literally got back from traveling this morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hours ago. And it made me sit really, here and like think really about bad. all the like wild and awful traveling situations I've ever been in. And Ooh. I was curious, what are you guys' worst, and you can't say today, what are <laughs> you guys' worst traveling experiences? This My, time that I got two hours of sleep and had to catch a flight at 5 a.m. and then record a podcast. I said not day. today. Actually, <laughs> not, this trip was Mine wins. I'm just going to let you know. Oh, oh God. Oh. I, I don't know. I've got a pretty good one. I've got a pretty good one. I'm too. interested to see. Okay. Let's hear it. So who's, uh, yeah, who's gonna ante up first in bad travel poker? Uh right. We bought tickets to go to Hawaii. Okay. During COVID, because we're like, well, tickets oh, are man. really low. Maybe if this blows over, we'll go. <laughs> Should be like we two did months. go. Sure. We did go. It's like right when everything kind of opened back up. On the way to Hawaii. A man on our plane died. <gasps> what? Oh, God. Okay, that's pretty good. That's yeah. Pretty good. Okay, you do win. Um, I don't think the rest he, of us should go. Yeah, <laughs> no. He, to Hawaii? Respect to that guy for dying and having... Yeah, now he's part of our banter. He, uh, uh, somewhere uh, over the Pacific. The worst what? traveling experience. It was like two hours to go still. Damn. He was like... People thought he was sleeping. He was leaning really hard into the aisle... He's a big dude, probably like, you know, maybe a little bit smaller than me, but a big guy. And eventually his his wife realized that he wasn't just sleeping and asked for a doctor for someone to help. And so I was weirdly, um, my father-in-law had a, a seat at the front of the plane. I had a seat with my wife and kids. He wanted to switch with me at some point. So I was way in the front. This was happening in the back with everyone else. So that's my father-in-law, the yeah, that's true. The <laughs> they don't die in the front. <laughs> so my, my father-in-law and brother-in-law helped get him out of his seat. Oh no! Took him to the back of the plane. Dude, what? And tried to help him out, and he just he didn't make it. Whoa! Oh. Oh. And go to they, the brewery instead of recording. The game. <laughs> yes. so Can I make this even sadder? They wanted to put him back in his seat next yeah. to his family. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Because they don't really have storage. Like, they don't no. really have a place to put somebody. And my brother-in-law and father-in-law were like, no, we're not putting him next to his that wife, wife and child. wild. Like, Good call. Hmm. It was terrible. Cool. Where did, where, you guys ever seen Broad City? Landing gear. In the back of the... They just laid him in the back of the plane until we got there. Oh. And then, then police and paramedics came in and took him out. Wow. Oh. After an episode of Broad had, City. There's a guy in the oh, middle really? of oh, him yeah. that dies. <laughs> and they, like, watch his iPad... <laughs> because they think he's just sleeping and, and later on they're like being questioned because yeah. they were sitting next to a dead man on the yeah, plane. Yeah. yeah, it it was crazy. Wow. And I kind of avoided the whole thing because I switched seats with my father-in-law. And then like I found, found, figured out later exactly everything that had happened. But that is crazy. Were your children kids? like yeah. traumatized? That's no, a foundational memory right my there. Kids yeah, no kidding. Don't talk about it as much as like we have talked about it. That's, there's probably a reason for that. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe I should ask him. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we don't want to go on vacation anymore. Yeah, no, we don't want to fly anywhere anymore. So yeah, can you beat can you beat that? Mine was from Hawaii too, and it was just like we used to travel to Hawaii for work at this job I got. Um, 
before I moved here. And I, we always took the red eye because it's like the easiest way to like shock yourself into the different time zone. But on the way home, we also took the red eye to do the same thing. And I sat between this couple who were making weird sexual innuendos with each other using (laughs) Are you sat between them? Yes. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. And, uh, like, I'll just give it one girl. Mm. The girl was going to town on this sucker, like, while eyeballing her her boyfriend. And I was like, can I just not be here? Do you think they do that intentionally? Yes. They intentionally buy seats on opposite ends? Yes. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I couldn't sleep the whole time. And I was just, like, awake and... Like oh, kind of the awake where tears are coming out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had to go the next morning to go-kart with people. There was a bunch of people that were go-karting. And Why are you looking at me when you say because go-karting? Because I feel <laughs> bad for you right now having to do something after flying. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, that is terrible. So <laughs> <go-kart> story? <laughs> I'm having so much fun. I do fun. love to go-kart and I didn't know if my reputation precedes me there. There <laughs> is a whole thing because for like... There's a whole beef between me and James's dad about go-karting. <laughs> Wow. Smash you in go karts. You probably would see. The thing is, Challenge. is that, and I've actually <laughs> told James's dad this in years since. But like, y- you know, the man likes to talk smack, mm-hmm. and so do I. And so, really? <laughs> so one time, like go karting came up, and he was like, "Oh, I would like crush you in go karting," and I was like, "No, you wouldn't." Like I would crush you in go-karting. And he was like, then we're going to go go-karting. I have been go-karting like one time oh, yeah. ever. And I actually like, don't even like driving a normal car. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, but for years, James is, and I was like, yeah, I'm super good at go-karting. Like, let's do it. And for years, James's dad was like, okay, like we're going to do a big go-karting thing. And like, I'm so excited. And this is going to be like such a death match go-kart. And then eventually I had to be like, Steve, listen, <laughs> I'm not that excited about go-karting. I just like to talk shit. (laughs) Where did you guys end up going? We haven't gone yet. Oh, you guys should go to Unser. Okay. There or there's a, you know, in-laws, well, my sister and like her family are out in Vegas and we often end up a lot there and there's a lot of good karting in Vegas. Mm. All right, Gene, what's your your travel story? Well... (laughs) Now it doesn't feel that bad, <laughs> comparatively. I know, when I started yeah. telling my Hawaii story, I was like, an, I mean... We should have gone no first. one died. You should have just hooked up with the Yeah, I shouldn't have gone first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my worst one ended up... I mean, it wasn't. it really wasn't that bad. But it was probably like the biggest, like, oh, I did not expect this to be my day kind of thing. Um, but I was flying back to the States from London. And um, it was after, like living in London. And so I had all of my possessions with me. So I had a lot of bags and, um, it was like a pain to get them all checked and stuff like that. And so I was taking the Iceland air, the Icelandic air plane, uh, airline, whatever. I'm so tired. And (laughs) everybody just leaned into their mic and nodded or shook their head or both. Yes. So the thing I've heard this story. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The thing about Iceland Air is that all of their flights to and from Europe, at least at the time, stop in Iceland. And it's like kind of cool because you can like do a layover there that lasts up to like two days. So you can see a little bit of Iceland. It's like kind of like a increasing their tourism kind of thing. If you mean to do a layover there. And I did not. I was supposed to catch a flight to JFK um, and I had like 45 minutes to make from one plane to the other. So I got there uh, 
in Iceland and like my family was going to pick me up on the other side and stuff like that. And I was actually trying to get back to surprise my sister. She didn't know I was like coming back. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be really fun. Like I'm going to surprise her or whatever. And I land in Iceland and they're like, hey guys, uh, it's not, you're not going anywhere today or anytime soon. Air traffic control is on strike <laughs> at nice. this airport. Oh, no. Solidarity forever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Um, I'll just go to a different airport. And they were like, this is the airport. Yeah. There are no other airports. Welcome to Iceland. <laughs> Welcome to this Iceland. Is a- <laughs> and I was like, huh. But the problem was, was that, uh, like at the time I had a debit card that was really strict about like travel restrictions and stuff. And I hadn't told them that I was going to Iceland and it was a Friday night in the States. And so I was like, my bank was like closed or maybe it was Saturday night, but my bank was closed and I had no money. And so I was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to get a hotel <laughs> or Jeez. food or any, or like how long I'm going to be here for. So I ended up, uh, meeting these two older Canadian women (laughs) named Alice and Pam and, uh, very Canadian names. Yes. And actually the, uh, the airline like very nicely did like put us up in a hotel. Nice. Um, but I, I was like sadly walking into the hotel and they were like, do you have anyone to go to dinner with? And I was like, no. And I also don't have any money, so I can't go with you. And they were like, we'll buy you dinner. Like we'll buy you breakfast. They like took care of me for the whole weekend that I was like in Iceland. Super sweet. They were really upset because they weren't going to make it back to Canada in time for their scrapbook meeting. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yeah, then I eventually, so I, it's like, it was kind of like a kerfuffle, but at the same time telling this story now, like in comparison, I'm like, really, I just got to go to Iceland and I met two nice ladies yeah. and then got I went free, And got free dinner. <laughs> and got yeah. free dinner. Shout out to Pam and Alice. So yeah. it wasn't really that bad, actually, all things considered. But at the time I was like, what am I going to do with no money in Iceland? And I have Pam been... died on the flight. <laughs> Pam is no, fine. No, no. I have been... In you other put countries. some respect on Pam's name. <laughs> I've been in other countries where they're even though I was active duty Navy and was banking at Navy Federal Credit Union, they would like turn my card off when I went to other countries. And it's like, what do you think it is that I do? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I'm in other countries. Like don't lock my account out. Now I'm fucked. But yeah, I hate when that happens. I will say that I don't know if this was a joke, but I overheard someone at the airport when we got there be like talking to an airport employee, like, oh, so we can't take any flights because your air traffic control went on strike? And they were like, yeah. And they were like, then how did we get here? (laughs) And they were like, I don't know. (laughs) Honestly, the pilot just winged it. Yeah, Yeah, and we were like, okay, like let us know when we're good to leave. We didn't know if you were going to land or not. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't have anything that disastrous. Um, Well, no one does. Yeah, we can't top that shit. Uh, I, I think the best one that I have, and I want to preface this because some members of my family do listen to this podcast occasionally. I think it was the most disastrous, but it's not like no one died. Um, mm-hmm. It also was just really fun. So we we were a big road trip and camp family. Like that's how we took growing up. That's how we took trips. We'd road trip and stay at like campgrounds. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of reasons. I think budget was probably part of it. It's also just a fun way to do it. And like if you have younger kids like my sister and I were, it's you know, you can get out and stop at playgrounds and stuff. Um, there was one trip, I think my dad was deployed. And so it was like my mom, my sister and I driving from Louisiana to visit a lot of flam- family in Florida. And I think we, we met up with a friend. We were staying at campgrounds along the way. And it was that time of year where it was just dumping rain. Mm. 
and we had like our campgrounds all picked out. This is back, you know, in the print out your directions sort of yeah. days. So we had all of our pages of printed directions. We had the like the map atlases, but you know, God forbid we have to like make up a new one to figure that out. I remember it was like the second or third day of a three day trip and we were staying at this campground and it was pouring rain. Like we barely, I think my mom just like, you know, did the amazing parent thing of like Jim and Abby stay in the car, went out there and got soaked setting up the tent somehow in the rain. And we got in there and I remember the next morning it was, it had been raining all night. It was still raining in the morning. And, uh, we ended up going into, it was like a nice campground. They had like a shower building. And so all of us, my mom, my sister and I, her friend and her friend's son that was like meeting up with us. We were just in, we ended up just like spending the morning in the shower building to try to get out of the rain. And we were making instant oatmeal with the hot water from the shower heads, just sitting on the floors <laughs> of the communal showers That's eating great. breakfast. That's just adorable. That's- it was uh, one of my great favorite American trips. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I loved it. And like, not to, to get too far up, but like a lot of what I love about playing role-playing games started in things like that. Cause we'd play games in the car. We were a big game family, like road games, like, you know, pick out names, look for the next letter sort of stuff. And we were also a big audiobook family and that along with one of my grandparents who I've talked about before on the cast, like it's the idea of talking through stories or like telling stories in a way that really pairs with role playing is one of the things I really grew up loving is like on road trips, we'd pick a, a, an audiobook as a family and listen through, or if it was my dad, he just put on either like a Tom Clancy or uh, something yeah. and it just like yeah, listen yeah. in the background and be like, I don't know what's going on, but I think someone's upset and you know, well, speaking of infiltration. Yeah. Speaking <gasps> of, <laughs> Yeah, you are. I mean, I'm going to say you're, you're not exactly pulling off the to, to go Tom Clancy. This is not like the splinter cell of infiltrations. Well, I guess it's the way I horribly play splinter cell, because I think where we ended last episode was you were right in the middle of fighting what started as three giant centipedes and one uh, Mitflit gremlin who I, I think was about to perform a breath attack, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> The, the classic gremlin breath attack. <laughs> I think he was just getting ready to get into his uh, tight five. His tight five? He's going to start giving us a comedy show. I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's the deal with adventurers? <laughs> what's the deal with allied food? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we managed to bring it back to yeah, bad yeah, trips. Yeah. But this isn't uh, a bad trip yet. It's only going to get worse. Then you can really claim this. So let's jump right to that Mitflit's turn. And it's, I think I'm going to like, I'm going to let it spend an entire action <gasps> inhaling and screaming out in Undercommon, which oh. if I remember correctly, um, Ari, you're the only one that All speaks right. Undercommon. Yes. And so I think you'll hear it just yell out, Help! Intruders! Oh, crap. <laughs> so we are going to fight a hundred of these. Perhaps yeah. he's not talking about us. I don't know. <laughs> uh, could be anybody. I believe he is surrendering. <laughs> it's the centipede. Does anyone know what he's saying? He's calling for backup. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. And the Mitflit will then do uh, two things. And I think I mentioned this a lot in the last episode that my notes document was getting so big that it was crashing uh, half the time I opened it. it. Uh, 230 pages for mm, like, like a novel, bro. 15 episodes. Yeah, that's wild. Like a lot of it's just like me doing additional write throughs on the stuff in the adventure, uh, in the adventure. But I was getting tired of that. So I created a whole new document specific to this dungeon. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to jump Nerd. down here. Yeah. Isn't it great? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so here we are. And so 
It's going to use one action to yell, because I, I don't know that there's specifically an action for that, but I feel like there should be some equivalency to, like, demoralize or something for it to, like... Because mm. I, I know you can use an... Actually, actually here's what I'm going to call. You know what? There's a for that. This is one thing that I found out courtesy of, I want to say it was rules clerk Rory. Mm. In, like, most of those niche rules, I'm like, oh, shit, there is a rule for that. Thanks, Rory. That... You can, and I think we've all done some variation in different role-playing games, like when there's an invisible enemy and someone knows where that enemy is, being like, oh, yeah. 15 feet to the left of that, 10 feet. In second edition, you can spend an action worth of communicating to detail that, which I like, because you can speak as a free action, mm -hmm. but giving someone detailed instructions should be an action. So while I don't need to, I think I am going to call it an action for this government to essentially do that. Okay. Isn't it basically an aid? Like uh, Kind of, but it, it, it's sort of mechanically and philosophically very similar and so I think yeah. he's going to essentially use an action to sort of say like there are people here not just generically help but to be specific that like there are enemies here coming into the room right. so that will be one action I think from his vantage point behind that uh, large dung pile he is then also just going to whip a dart right at a wart's head Mm -hmm. and I have on my sheet that I, like, I have my shield up. I believe that? that's right. Yeah, probably. Like, it's it's my fault for ending an episode mid-fight, so I feel like I'll give you some leeway. I'm I'm pretty sure that this is correct. Yeah, we should also note that Trent did get a pre-recording uh, patch. Which I have means I have four right now. Wow. Jesus, are you at four? Yeah. Are you sure? Because I thought you spent like three the other session two. getting Jane. Oh, you gave better. Jane two. Yeah, yeah, you gave Jane oh, yeah. two. Maybe I'm just two. down at one now. I think you have two. I think you have two also. Two because of the additional one yeah. I gave you pre-recording. I think I have seven. Which, by the <laughs> wow. way, Trent got a patch for making fun of me, so... Hey, that's not true. He, made a, not true. he got a patch for I predicting your behavior. I made a prediction. <laughs> I have four drinks today. <laughs> All <Trent>. booze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just four different kinds of vodka. Jane is hammered. <laughs> Yeah, that's the weird thing. They're all the exact same type. They're Listen, just all I'm just saying, if you know, you know. When you need a water, a coffee, a fun drink, and a fruity drink, that's what mornings Wait, are is like. there a difference yeah. between a fun drink and a fruity drink? A, a fruity drink. Fruity drink is a fun drink. Fruity drink. Just get ready for slips like that and more as I, GM, uh, hopped up on caffeine and a few hours of sleep. You know what? <sighs> but I believe that's why people come to our podcast. That's right. They Stop come here for the comedy. Delaying. Uh, telling me what the roll is. It's a Stalling. 19. A 19? A 19 to hit with the dart. <laughs> Miss. Miss. What? Yeah. Nice. Shields Fighters. up. Ha -ha. Champions. Yeah, champions. Ha ha. Because look, people have said, they've given us the feedback that like, hey, this is like listening to a table play and everyone has had at least one session where half the table is either hungover or super tired. Oh yeah. So oh, this is 100%. our dedication to that. Or on their way to being drunk. <laughs> Usually Fair. the whole group's in some <laughs> rotation of that. <laughs> All right, so it whips a dart over the top of the dung pile at your head. Bing! Off the shield. Nice. And it's then going to spend its third action running to the east, and you can see... Run well. Uh, let's see. So it's 20 <laughs> feet of dim light, or 20 feet of light, and then 20 more feet of dim light. That one um, gets me every time. Trent doing that voice acting. Is he, is he 20, uh, yeah. 20 or 25? 25 feet from his, behind his dung pile. And you can just see that the end of that room, um, really, I think Ari's going to see this best because you can have low light. Everyone will see it, but you'll see it vision. clearly. That right at the edge of the light, you can see where the room turns into a tunnel that begins sort of corkscrewing uh, down no. into the ground. Uh, 
Um, and what I'll say is that tunnel where you see it happening now, you can pick it out. You're in sort of some chambers that are a little bit bigger, but you have noticed that off of the other room, the sort of like inventor's room and off of this room, those tunnels are clearly carved out for small size creatures. So a lot of those are going to start being about five feet tall with a lot of vines growing in. Here comes squeezing. <sighs> yeah. uh, not full squeezing. You'll treat basically everything as difficult terrain. You'll get a minus one on an all attacks made in those areas. And you'll also pick up the clumsy condition. Ooh, okay. okay. Yeah, so we'll have a lot of that. We'll get to that later. In these first rooms, though, I have ruled that they're slightly larger. Part of that because was because I forgot them in previous sessions, and that's now canon. You don't have to. You don't have to admit that. I. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so now we're gonna go to uh, giant. No, you're still delaying, Lucky. If you want to jump in mm. here now, you can. Nope, not yet. All right. We're gonna go to giant centipede number two, which is the centipede I believe with, with the um, the standee right now because the it started with standee one, then it died, so it got to move on. So it's their turn now, and that little... This is the one to the south of me, you're saying? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I guess we should kind of restart the route, like restart a little bit. You guys are in sort of a, a bigger cave room with a couple of like side chambers to it. Uh, a bunch of these like dung pillars where it's clearly sort of a centipede stable, if you will, an underground section. And so the cent- you all basically are still in the, the, cave, the mouth of the tunnel that has worked its way in. You're all sort of holding the beachhead of that tunnel into the room. And I say you all, it's it's Ari and Arthur with Lucky, Lucky's little pet buddy, uh, Spike. And get the hell away from me. Which will, I have, I gotta get a good miniature for you at some point. Oh, we'll get one eventually. If nothing else, we'll use the giant centipede standing when we're done killing <laughs> yeah, them yeah, exactly. for Spike. Uh, and then um, Nikolai and the far back. So, hoping... No one answers that help call. And comes yeah. So currently, that little dog thing is Spike. Yes, right now okay. we're using yeah, a small. Like a wolf. Yeah, I think it's an old. I like that better than the creepy centipede. <laughs> yeah, but Spike's cool. <laughs> anyway, the, this He's centipede so cool. is going to go for you, Trent Arthur. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mandible attack as it kind of rears up and comes in. Ooh, that's going to be a nice one. That's a twenty-five to hit. That's a hit. Dang. So let's start with a little bit of damage. I think you have uh, already, though, used your reaction on your shield. Yeah, I think that's right. All right, this is going to be a whopping one point of damage. Okay. Now. <clears throat> I already rolled it. Oh, what's is your fortitude it, Is it safe? fortitude? Yes. Uh, 25. You're fucking fine. Yep. God damn. So fine. All right, here we go. <laughs> so fine. <laughs> so fine. So fine. So fine. <laughs> and we're going to go for attack number. That's probably going to be a miss. How's a five to hit, Trent? That's going to be a critical miss. Okay, we're going to go for broke then. And, uh, ooh, natural 20. That's a critical miss. <laughs> it, it still might. I don't know if it'll be a hit. So let's let's start with this. Yeah. Is a 16 a hit? That's a miss. So the natural 20 will upgrade it to just a normal to hit. A hit. Yeah. Okay. So not a crit. So I don't get a die on that. Uh, I don't get a card on that, but I do get to throw one of these dice for damage. Another one point of damage. Okay. And Trent, you know what that means it's time for? Another fort save. Another fortitude save. I feel like that's the Ooh, bad part. Patch I think I'm going to use a patch to uh, redo that. That was a two on the die. Not a, not a good time for that. You know, I... Uh, Much better. Well, uh, good. That's a 22. Yeah, you're fine. All right, Ari, it's your turn. Okay, Ari is going to haul ass to the little mite and try to get yeah, it. You have a, you have a, a centipede immediately yeah, right in front of you. 
Can I run around it? Yeah, there's room to the north. So you have to sort of duck between the wall and one of those dung piles. That'll be difficult terrain to go through that sort of squeezing area. I think I can still do it in two. Do you have panache right now? Or have you spent... (sighs) I don't think you've gained this fight at all. I don't think you've tripped a centipede. Did you trip someone in the other room, though? Yes, but then she spent it immediately. I think I spent it right away, so I do not... It also doesn't carry over between fights. That's one move. So one move will get you around the dung pile behind the centipede, and then a second move will get you to the gremlin. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you, Jason. No problem. And then I am going to try to... uh, I feel like I want to get you one of those, like, uh, little military pusher things. I I should get one of them. Um, on the internet, but they're like ginormous. I need to find a small one. I think I think I have some from an old board game. I <laughs> yeah, should pull those out. Yeah. I'm gonna the war table. Yes, I think that's actually the name of the game. <laughs> I'm gonna try to grapple the gremlin. Oh, okay, going to grapple the gremlin. Do it. Grabbing his little hairs on his head. Grabbing the little <laughs> little hairs coming out of the little gremlin pimples. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Ew, that's uh... Leave me alone. <laughs> I know you went for the gremlin so you can get a body count, but that's all right. I'm gonna let you do it. Um, no, I'm just going to try to get him before he <laughs> <laughs> retreats. Uh, also, I didn't want to get stabbed by a freaking centipede. Um, <sighs> None of us do. This one's hands. That's a 16. Uh, a 16 is going to be a hit. Wow. Nice. Okay, so he is grappled. I Help. get, I get panache, and that's it. Jesus. <laughs> do you get panache for grappling, too? Not I just do. Tripping? All I right. get panache for grappling, shoving, or tripping. <laughs> Bullying. Because I'm a gymnast. Nice. And a bully. <laughs> uh, Lucky, you are still delaying. Honestly, that is... A drunk, nice bully. When somebody does, like, a role-playing game about going to high school, that's what that rule will be. If you're a bully, you just get, like, extra points for, for shoving, <laughs> shoving and, and tripping shoving. other people. Is your finisher, like, putting someone in a locker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll undelay. All right. Undelay? Yeah. Undelay. Undelay. <laughs> yes. Uh, Riva, All right. Riva. Spike is going to move up. Oh, okay. He's a command action. Bring Spike up ah. right there behind Arthur. And he's going to attack. All right. Centipede. Now, Spike is small, right? Oh, we're, 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 we're not in... Um, oh, Spike's medium? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Ah. He's a big old well, uh, caterpillar. I hate we're, this. <laughs> <laughs> we're not in the small cavern anyway. So you, there will be cover for going around this corner, okay. around Arthur. Arthur's like, oh no, I confused Spike for a gremlin yeah. and stabbed him. <laughs> I don't know that Arthur would love this, but because technically Arthur is a friendly, you you do have the movement if you want to run uh, Spike through Arthur's legs out the other side so you're not attacking around a corner. Good God, I hate that. Uh, okay. It would expose Slides Spike a little legs. more. Can we get him? Yeah. Can we, let's see. One of them touched my penis. <laughs> I think we can get him. In, let's get him in flanking. Why? Oh, so all the way down, like, all the way yeah, down yeah, south. Yeah. So he's yeah. going to be flanking. <laughs> all right. So Spike will come out, go around uh, south, that's and 25 flank exactly, the standee. So that works. And he's going to make a spine attack. Oh, uh. Spike spine. Uh, probably doesn't hit. That's a. In my mind, Spike is illustrated in the style of like one of those ninety cart nineties cartoons, like uh, Gargoyles or something, or Street Sharks. Man, I love cool. that movie. I like Me too. Or show. I've actually been rewatching Gargoyles. Could, could, what? Uh, really? Yeah. What's it on? Does it hold up? Disney Plus. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Say no, <laughs> say no more. It's it's terrible, it which is, makes yeah. it great. Yeah. Uh, um, does a twelve hit? Uh, because of flanking, a twelve. Ah, just misses. Sorry. Dang. Could okay. Biff have ridden Spike? Yes. Yeah. And the size is appropriate. Yep. Way to die, Biff. <laughs> yeah, that's Boo. true. Biffed it. 
really biffed it. Wow. Oh, biffed it is a new term. How did we not come up with that soon? It's literally so the title yeah, for the, the episode. Title of the episode. Oh. Yeah. I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's not true. Wow. I will say I miss a lot of the titles. I think I hit with the next attack. Okay. Uh, which is a 20. Ah, uh, that's definitely a hit. Not a crit, but definitely a hit. Hell yeah. Spike does. God damn. Five damage. Uh, I mean, okay, there. it's it's one hit, basically. I rolled, that's minimum damage, so. Okay, well, I'm sad it. about it. Um, that's it, that's my turn. Oh, right, because your companion, you, you can take all of their actions mm-hmm. through them. I... I'm really interested in the summoner. I think it's a super interesting yeah. flex. Summon, it's not like a minion, like traditionally, right? You don't have to do like, you, it gets like two attack uh, actions for your commander, yeah. or whatever. They just take actions with you. That's awesome. That's well, cool. Arthur, you're now set up and flanking the southern one. Well, I think I'll take a big old swing at it. So it is off guard. I do have some notes to myself about like, don't get to this new this new remastered rule wrong. Because I'm, I'm yeah. still figuring a few things out. You'll like one of them quite a bit, Jason. Oh. I think you'll be mad that it wasn't in play for the last season. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, that is an 18. Uh, that's a hit for sure. You're swinging with your plus one mace, right? I am. Not not my plus one mace. It's uh, the but, House Germandi mace, yeah. I believe. Uh, that is a six damage. Yeah, it's dead. You just nice crush, crush the carapace. Uh-huh. Is that the one to the south? Uh, That's the standy one. You want to swap it out for the non-standy one? <laughs> Thanks, Jason. I think I'll just uh, swing at the other one then, too. All right. Now, this one you're not flanking. Yeah. I'm next to it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you are? Ooh, you know what? Go back. Uh, roll a flat check for me because oh, Ari had yeah, just moved. That's true. Uh, you are now in the dim light. That is a natural one. <gasps> so I will use my other patch. Oh, okay. I was about to toss you mine. All right. Look at me remembering the lighting rules. I'm so proud of myself. That a pass. That's an 18. <laughs> okay. So that's a hit, and you're seeing fine in the low light. Uh, so I will swing at the other. I do love your halo coming into play so much. I think that's really uh, cool. That uh, is a 16. Uh, 17. To hit or on damage? To hit. Oh, that's definitely a hit. Uh, flat check? Yep. 10. Yep, you're good. And DC 5 on these. That is 6 damage. All right, it's and, one hit. And uh, raise the shield. Okay. Bam! You kind of crack some of its carapace. It shrieks back, rears up, and just gonna go straight in at you now that it's still it's now that it's its turn. Uh, that's not a great roll. Uh, I'm gonna have to keep it though because them's the rules. Nine to hit. That's a critical miss. Uh, natural one. Critical. Oh. God damn it! I even had the labels on my desk ready to bring for your buttons, and I forgot them. Yeah, I'm bad at that. Next time. Next time. That's what I said a year ago. Well, now I know they exist, so maybe I'll remind you. <laughs> yeah, probably, not, probably not, though. All right, Trent. Jessica, remind me to bring him next yeah, time. Let me roll a, uh, let me roll no, a no, D4. I guess, got it. We're going to the top deck this shit. Oh, okay. Fuck. I told you it's sharp. You take 1d6 persistent bleed damage. Oh, nice. So there's a chance it might just kill itself at the end of the turn here. He actually, he cut himself on the dagger sticking out of my shield. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. dagger stick your shield. That's funny. Canonically, you do have a dagger in your shield. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, it's going to follow up. That was its second attack, I think. So third attack, a 13 is not going to hit. That's a critical miss. Uh, no, it will, it's not. It's a miss. It will now take four bleed damage and die. <laughs> Perfect. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just as we planned. <laughs> I did that. And now Spike can <laughs> be that standy. All right. Yay. It's Nikolai's turn. Don't attack Spike. Okay. Yeah, what kind of line of sight do I have to this uh, 
Uh, so you have line of sight. It's next to Ari, so it's fully lit. It has what you know I referred to as shit cover, so yep. the plus one to AC for shooting over Ari's shoulder. Okay, you got this. Yeah. I'm going to shoot at it. And I, you're technically out of volley range, yep. too. <laughs> I love how what is arguably going to be a more difficult shot over three people's shoulders to hit a smaller target. Is Eleven miss. Yep. Um, I'll shoot again. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Natural one, and you hit already the back of the head. How's 23? Uh, that's a fucking hit. Nice. Yeah. Not just a hit, a fucking hit. Fucking hit. Four. Four points nice. of damage right into the mid flit. And I will cast shield on myself as my last action. Mm. Does your shield look like anything special, or is it just sort of like a round shield? No, I think, and we even kind of talked about this, it like is like wooden and viney and it almost looks like it as it er appears it like weaves itself into a shield i fucking love that all right uh it's the mitflit's turn now it's grabbed by you uh i was hoping to shoot it out of your hands because that would have been awesome Oh, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she just like holds it up and, <laughs> yeah. and take your kill. Can I get an assist? <laughs> so oh, yeah. I, I think it is going to. Speaking of kills. It's going to stab you because it, it does have revengeful anger in play here. Um, so it's going to try to stab you, Jane. And that's a, not a horrible roll. A 17 to hit? Miss. God damn it. All right, just holding it at arm's length, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it'll be at this, it'll be at second map because it is going to try to escape now. So this will be against your athletics DC. Okie dokie, which is just ten plus my athletic. Good. Yeah, twenty. Pass. Nice. So it f slips out of your grasp, aha, and proceeds <laughs> to run twenty-five feet away from you. God, just uh, generically yelling down down the hole. Into yeah. the hole. I was okay. just gonna make it I mean, give it's us down the, the ring and then peace out of here. Ari, it's my precious. <laughs> Why did you let him go? Because <laughs> <laughs> you shot him out of my hand. Well, I thought this was some sort of teamwork thing we were doing. <laughs> All right. All right, it's your turn. It's 25, the midflit is 25 feet away, screaming, this midflit does have a name. Gonna turn around and be Named like, character. he's gone, we should leave. <laughs> I look at Lucky. You need a, a ring, don't you? <sighs> and she's gonna look at Arthur. Yes. <laughs> we do, we need the ring. Does Arthur have any <sighs> facial hair? Um, He has a handlebar mustache. Hell yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That's great. That's so good. Is it blonde? <laughs> Yes. Oh yes. God. Okay, Ari's it shines, just gonna actually, go down in the, the in the halo light. It like <laughs> shines. Oh, I'm picturing you like a Kenneth Branagh in those like Murder on the Orient Express movies mm. and the Hercule like Poirot. Like a younger one. Yeah. Do you remember in Rick and Morty where that was like the Mad Max episode? Yes. And the guy took his helmet off and he had like a blonde mustache and looked horrible. That's. <laughs> I imagine it's that, but a handlebar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ari's running down the tunnel. All right, so first action, you'll catch up to the midflit. You're deep in her. Because of the corkscrew fashion, it does mean everyone else is completely without light. There is light kind of coming out of the top of these this descending tunnel. Ari. So y'all better hurry oh, up. Ari, you're a little far ahead there. Hurry up. So like 25 feet, you make it to the midflit. And what do you do now that you're next to it? It has its little gnashy teeth. <laughs> It is ugly, tall human. Right, I'm gonna <laughs> grapple this asshole mitflit again. Okay. Here we go. Grapple check. Can prison shank that dude. Little grab check. Uh, thirteen. Uh, 
13 grapplings against fortitude DC, right? Mm -hmm. That's a success. Nice. That's um, not against an athletics DC? No. Okay. It's uh, just because otherwise, like, some people just have no athletics checks. So they put it against okay. um, saves because everyone at least has some bonus yeah. there. I'm going to be like, we're looking for a ring. If you give it to us, we'll let you go. An undercommon? Yeah. <sighs> we don't have a ring. I don't believe you. Okay, you've got one action left. Stab. Okay. <laughs> With a kukri. So isn't it more of a chop? Slice? I don't know. Uh, That's a 21 to hit. That's definitely yeah. a hit. <laughs> Let's get it. All right. I don't think I'm even going to use the panache, though. Well, well, you have to declare it before you roll. So yeah. you, you do get your just generic bonus to attacks damage from having panache. Isn't it like plus two to damage for just having it? Correct. So you've got that going for you. Yeah. I'm not going to do the finisher thing, though, because I feel like it's going to die anyway. Mm. Um, Hopefully. Nine so. points of damage. Yeah, it's dead. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. And as, as, it's, uh, as its last breath leaves its eyes... It just looks up at you. It breathes out of its eyes? Uh, <laughs> Ari's you, like, ugh. This is some kind of lizard. <laughs> Do you not? <laughs> Ever since I broke my nose, I can blow air out of my left eye. That's true. If I blow my nose too hard, it comes out my yeah. eye. So sorry, as, as its last breath leaves, as the light leaves its eyes, it just looks up at you. I hope you stop your toe. Man, what a curse. So rude. Damn's fighting words. That's a, that's a hex. Yeah. <laughs> I feel kind of bad. There are, there are I wouldn't want that killing a bunch of goblins and yeah, little people. Yeah, like I uh, little people, <laughs> little characters. <laughs> I feel bad sometimes too, because <laughs> it's like one swing. Yeah, and they're kind of like like I said, they're kind of cute, even though they're terrible. I, and I was just uh, in my notes. I was from you. It's not difficult terrain in these tunnels. Uh, it is just minus one circumstances penalty on attack rolls and clumsy one mm, when you are now in these up. tighter tunnels. As a reminder, clumsy one is a status penalty equal to the clumsy value on dexterity based checks and DCs, including AC, reflex, saves, <sighs> ranged attacks, and skill checks using acrobatics, stealth, and thievery. So it's a dig on AC too, huh? Yep, because it's one of those things worth noting that AC is technically a form of DC. Yeah, yeah. AC is DC. That's For those of you who are about to roll, <laughs> we salute you. All right, you should get a patch for that. What? I should that whole, me that whole line you just gave that you? whole bit you just did. <laughs> uh, I've seen it somewhere before, so I can't take too oh, much okay. credit. Uh, and I don't to admit that either. <laughs> yeah, James is very honest. Caffeine is is truth serum. Truth yes. serum. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. James doesn't drink coffee, and so it's really not that much of a stretch to say caffeine is like a truth serum slash like it just has extreme effects on James, who's not exposed to it very often. <laughs> Two hundred and forty milligrams. Very in. careful. He's also yeah. like bouncing his leg as he's talking to yeah, us. Yeah, he's really yeah. shaky he's about right to now. Shake like a chihuahua. <laughs> <in a second>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's next? Where do you all want to go? Well, all of you are in a pitch black room. Already, right. you're down. You're part of, part of the way down this sort of corkscrew into. Already, right, don't go too far. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna check this little Mitflit's body to see if it has the ring. So you look through its meager possessions, and all it has is a small pouch with now I think seven darts left, and it's the short sword that it was trying to stab you with. Okay. Some some like rags, basically some. Sort of grody little tunnel rags. Tunnel rags. Tunnel rags. Tunnel rags. So weird. Um, she's gonna be like, "Come this way." 
Where are you? We can't see I'm anything. I'm in the tunnel. I hate Can this I place. Cast detect magic in this. Sure, uh, you area. you cast. Remember, first a two e detect magic is just is there magic within mm-hmm. thirty feet? You boom, no magic. Okay. Once you rule out the magic that yeah. you expect to be there, yada yada yada, yeah, yeah, no magic. Is there a way to harvest venom out of these things? Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. Would so, Lucky know how to ooh. do that? Or could he figure it out? Is it craft? I would say craft, right? Uh, I, I, I could allow... Know. So I'm going to use essentially the Pathfinder-like degrees of relativity for checks. I think the most appropriate check would be if you have a very specific lore, like a poison lore, 100 or venom lore, 100% that. Nope. Um, I think the next would be a uh, an unspecific lore, um, which I'd call it crafting, I think, would be sort of specific. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I might skip that. I think if you have an unspecific lore, that'll be the next you see. Then I'd think I would put survival, nature, or craft or uh, on the same. Not forgetting Dang them, it. but craft, survival, or nature. I think craft that. we assist with a different skill than he uses. If it's one of those three I just listed, nature. yes. Now, of course, doing this uh, in pitch black dark will be much more difficult. Yeah, I'll leave, I'll yeah. leave for Ari. If she comes back. Let's just light a torch. She might go solo yeah, you this could light a torch. I'm going to light it. Ari goes down the tunnel to fight all the rest of the midfoots. Um, no, I'll go back up. Okay. Do you want to have it? I'm sure you have a torch. Yeah, torches. So take a torch out and light it. Now keep in mind, that's going to be hard to use your longbow. Well, I'm not bringing it with me. This is just oh. going to get dropped. In. And you always get a, a torch will continue burning when dropped. So yeah. you can have it. Um, you know what we'll do here actually is... Take this blue little pond base, and okay. if you ever want to chuck the torch or drop it, you can use that to keep, represent okay. where the torch is. Cool. That way, we can all keep an eye on it. Oh, I can see. Yeah. You get it out. Now, do you think you're a, you're a flint and tinder kind of person, or you have something special? No, he's a flint and tinder kind of person. <laughs> Old school. <laughs> Picks up, he tools, pulls out a big lighter. <laughs> 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 so you get that lit. Um, Ari, they're not coming. What are you doing? I go back up. Okay, you go back up. and you I'm going to go back up. I'm going to walk into the room, and then I'm going to turn my halo off and be like, eh, and then turn it back on. Don't you, <laughs> don't you ever get too far ahead of me. <laughs> Arthur's going to punch Arthur. <laughs> you know what? Give me an attack roll. In, an All right. ar- in the armor? Like you're going to just... Uh, yeah, and can I use my confident finisher? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you've left combat time. <laughs> left the encounter mode. Let's see. Unless they roll initiative after this. It's going to be a mess anyway. Okay. Oh, I want to know what the roll is. It's 12. Total. That's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Ding. Hits the armor. All right. So, yeah. You, ah! I'm going to say. <laughs> she, it, like, stings, but she's not going to admit it. Wait. <laughs> she goes over in the corner. <laughs> here. Um, but, yeah, it's still a mess. Not a critical. The drinks from this morning numb the pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'm going to kind of go back to the a little bit of 1E D&D and sort of the Pathfinder. I'm going to say it's a 10-minute uh, exploration activity mm-hmm. to work on harvesting from these creatures. Okay. And yeah, uh, you know, I prefer to do the assist roll first. Um, so Jason, if you want to try to assist, are you a helpful human? Uh, you probably went for the like extra feet yeah. human. Can I mm-hmm. assist too? Yeah. With survival? I'll, I'll allow multiple assists on this. Um, you know, teamwork, guys. thinking about we'll this. keep the highest, basically. I think that this is actually probably extremely difficult for Ari because Biff, like, towards the end of his life, was, like, hero-worshipping Ari and was like, that was amazing all the time. And now <laughs> yeah, Arthur's yeah. like, stay close to me. 
even though I'm kind of a weird robot. Don't go yeah. too far ahead. <laughs> Not asking. He's like kind Tell of you. a weird misogynist. <laughs> I love fish on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> She's uh, like, how are these two related? So what's what are the assist numbers? 15. And so no assist. 11. No crit fails, though. All right. I'm rolling a crafting. All right. And I'm just going to give you, we're going to go for the, I got the DC on this. 23. Uh, that's a crit success. Nice. Heck yeah. So what I'm going to say is, I'm going to round it together. I'm going to say because you kind of beat the shit out of them with a mace, I'm going to say that out of the three bodies, you're able to get essentially two components necessary. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just venom. Uh, I don't think it'll last super long. Okay. You'll know this because of your crit success. I'm going to say it's good for about five days, but two uses of giant centipede venom. Nice. Cool. Which I believe is just one of the things you can find pretty easily. Do you remember when we harvested all that spider venom and... uh I want to say it was the one with Jugger and everybody, but I remember I had like three vials of spider venom that we took. Yeah, yeah. Was that mm. uh, Curse of Plague Stone or? It might have been Plague Stone or. Uh, no, I think it was the uh, ooze one. What's the, the ooze one? one? Oh, the Slithering. Slithering. Also written by Ron Lundin, who wrote Night of the Great mm. Death. Yeah, nice. yeah. We should finish that one day. I, Someday. You know, you and Matt keep saying that, but I'm down for it. Yeah. That'd be really fun. I still got Graph floating around oh, somewhere. I still got Jug. I uh, actually need to talk to Matt because I have an idea. So, <laughs> looking at you, Matt. Looking What's at that, Matt? you. All right. Um, so you're able to harvest a couple bit. Takes about ten minutes. Is anyone else doing anything? Well, you were both assisting. So, Ari, mm. are you doing anything during those ten minutes? Mm, I guess I'll just kind of look around the room, see if there's anything interesting in here. Kind of explore. Um, yeah. What, what do you think? What lens are you looking at this room through? Like, name a skill. I don't know if I'm going to call for a check, but I'm curious how you're evaluating it based on what training or background. Um, I think that she's actually going to be looking kind of like through a thievery lens. If there's anything she sure. can swipe, anything like valuable or interesting. So I think looking through a thievery lens, what you're seeing is that this is a really utilitarian space. It's clearly meant for like the keeping and feeding and rearing of these centipedes. Uh, you do notice that there is like the right signs and implements of an odd amount of very, very like aggressive, control and teaching like you can see like whips and other tools of like punishment for the animals right next to like odd little sort of facsimiles of like little toys that they've made them out of parts of other people's bodies Ooh. like a weird amount of doting love and punishment at the same time treated on these centipedes creepy it's it's peculiar are they like made to fight each other you don't get that impression um but there's not a lot of clues in this room one way or another to say if that would or wouldn't happen. But there isn't like little bodies of dead centipedes with like other centipede bites into them. Okay. They mostly were eating out of that giant jug of uh, like stew with little bits of kobold in them. Gross. That's Forgot about that. hardcore. Yeah. How would Biff have felt about this arena? I, I think he would have been extremely uncomfortable mm. and probably shitting his pants a little bit. Mm. Like seeing bodies pants? of... Co oh, yeah, of course. Nice. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a not refined... Just pooing it. He was a refined kobold. Yeah. Okay. He's not just pooing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not like a horse. He's pooing it in his pants. <laughs> but, uh, da, 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 what's next? <laughs> so you essentially know there's sort of two ways that both go down. There is this small um, like workshop over to the west that you started off in. It had sort of a path that went down a little bit, and then there's this sort of corkscrewing down uh, to the east that already went like halfway down. What's next for our little group of adventurers? Should we check 
There was another room upstairs, right? No, the two, there was two rooms upstairs, the workshop and the room you're in. So that's it. Yep. Okay, cool. But there was a, a place in the workshop that we haven't been. Yeah, a west downward tunnel. Basically, yeah, you have yeah. just oh, two down downward well. tunnels. Okay. Like east we, downward and west downward. We kind of saw that it went down a ways, so we were like, well, let's go check out the other room. Okay. Well, do we want to check it out now? It could just loop around. Yeah, it, it probably loops, okay. is my guess. So do you want to go down the west or down the east? Or do you want to get out of here? Let's Always an option. Let's continue down the dung room. Okay. It's so, where you belong. Poo side. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm going to ignore that. It was a sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you head your way down the eastern hall, and it's a corkscrew pattern that descends deeper. And this is where you really are all getting into uh, that tighter quarters, right? Five foot high ceiling, roots growing out of there. So it's not even like a clean five feet. It's like five feet with a foot or so of like big, thick, heavy roots bursting through into the tunnels that they've dug there. Does it specify what type of terrain this is? Uh, it is underground. Okay. Um, if that's if that's a thing for you, it's definitely mm-hmm. underground. Um, and let's reestablish just real quick marching order. Who's in front? Is it Arthur again? Oh, yeah. Arthur and then Ari and then Lucky and then Nikolai again? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spike in front of me. Spike in front of you. All right. And if I'm- Ari sees that Arthur is like gonna step on like a hole or mm-hmm. something or if there's like rough ground she'll turn her halo off momentarily just tie a rope to him <laughs> okay so i'm going to inter- i'm going to interpret that as a rather odd form of uh searching like okay. keeping an eye out for traps but not to uh-huh. stop someone from getting hurt but um. rather to just troll as much as possible he has shield up by yeah, the way yeah I, I figured yeah that's what you do oh, wait before. can we retcon something before we leave the room i mean Yes, maybe. At some point, if we have time, I want to see if there's tracks, a number of tracks leading in either direction. Yeah, that's a survival check. Um, What's what? That's a secret check. What's your bonus? Ten. Ten. Uh, You're finding all sorts of tracks going all (laughs) all sorts of every which direction. That's a throwback. (laughs) (laughs) That's an homage. That's what that is. Or derivative, if you don't like it. Yeah. So you head down and. What you see is a a pretty good-sized room opening up here in front of you. Your halo is spilling light into this room, Jane, and you can see haphazard piles of broken beds, chairs, wagon wheels, an assortment of worn and tattered and all sorts of like dingy objects scattered about the room and pushed into small piles, clearly pilfered from all sorts of like big folk areas, and it's just all over a room that has a nice like pungent smell of mildew emanating right to the door. You can see a, a crookedly propped up row of bookcases just completely buckling against one of the far walls, shelf filled with bits of bone, feathers, dried centipede legs. There's old window frames cracked and splintered dangling from the wall like they're hung there like pieces of art. And what you're able to pick out is behind a lot of these uh, like set up pieces of, of refuse are a whole bunch of mitflits oh, with God. our hands full of darts all just waiting, waiting, watching the tunnel that you've just come down. Well, I think that means it's uh, it's time for... God, I hope this is the right button. Yeah. If only we had some labels. <laughs> Look, we are, we're beyond... Our relationship with these jobs are beyond labels. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Trent's it. dancing. I got a 79. 
It's just, it's so much. It's 79, yeah. <laughs> cool. And it is, it's I so cool to hear this. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's actually a level 30 character. He's using some home rule for levels above 20. Uh, what, do you, what do you actually have, Nico? 23. Okay. Same. Ooh, somewhere you two you will get to first. decide. Nikolai's not a go-first kind of dude. You're not a gopher kind of person? Nope. Not a gopher kind of guy. <laughs> Just like uh, Bill Murray's character in um, yeah. Groundhog. And Kill all the gophers. Not Groundhog Day. <laughs> I was going to say, that is a Candy completely Shack. different Candy animal. Uh, that would have been a different movie <laughs> if he was trying to kill the groundhog. <laughs> a better movie, maybe, even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Each day, he just keeps replaying the assassination of the groundhog. I have some friends. Oh, God. It's like that Happy Death Day, only it's he's killing the groundhog. Oh, I was thinking uh, Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> just watching the groundhog. I have some friends who host a Groundhog Day party every year, and they it's watch the that party. movie. Yeah. And th- they do the same party every year, and they watch that movie, and they eat a uh, sausage pizza because it's like groundhog. Because uh, it's Chuck. Uh, that's gross. Awesome. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Ari, what's your initiative? Before. It's uh, 14. <laughs> 14 and lucky. What'd you pull? Did you go stealth? Uh, like yeah, you've been doing? stealth 26. <laughs> okay. Hi, guys. Do you wow. want to take this um, stat sheet out from directly in front of me? I have no integrity. Uh, for what it's worth, it, it doesn't have any of these creatures, but yes. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, I had the book on the table for drawing the room. Ah, fine. All right, so really quickly, let me go ahead and put these six mitflits in the initiative tracker. So They are now called mit bitches. Yep, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mit bitches. All right, Lucky, you'll get to go first by a long shot. Um, Delay. <laughs> Now, out of curiosity, is it? Do all rogues have the like? If you act before someone else acts, they're flat-footed to you. I think so. Yeah. That you're just like, eh, not for you. Yeah. There's there's reasons. Okay. Look, I I trust you. There's the mastermind rogue is dope. Yes. Yeah. The, the, your ability to make people like to get it, to have them count as flat-footed you for like whole turns without yeah. having to maintain stealth or flanking, like your ability to range drop damages. Dope. That's fun. And I will say, because there's some chatter online about like, it's so hard to pull off a recall knowledge. It's so much easier with uh, lores. Yeah, lores do help. And especially in a game like this where like, you you kind of know a lot of the environments or a lot of the types of creatures. And as we talked about, rogues get training at like every damn level. Yep. So I'd always say keep an eye out for lores. All right, Lucky is in the delay column that makes it Nikolai and Arthur's shared turn. The two of you act to act together as though you were in a three-legged race. A tandem. Um, yes. I think I'm going to go Nicholas first. starts tying his leg to yeah. Arthur. What, what are you doing? <laughs> um, it's a classic Arastal practice. Is this <laughs> is this difficult terrain? Uh, so no. Um, at this point, you are taking a minus one on attacks plus the clumsy condition, which may compound if you're doing a ranged attack, for example. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you're, you're hunched over. You're basically like crouch walking behind your shield like you've got a riot shield in a Call of Duty game. Right. This, this um, whole room is that way. Yeah, basically the the entire rest of this okay. dungeon. Got it. That you're crawl you're literally crawling through a dungeon. <laughs> I uh I think Arthur mm-hmm. is going to drop the mace. <gasps> he is going to enter. What the fuck, man? They gave that to you. I, it, it's wonderful, but I have an idea. <laughs> He's going to enter Everstand Stance. Nice. Oh, he's got a stance, bro? He has a stance. Oh, this stance, comes bro. from the um from the Knights of Last Wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an uncommon 
feet, but uh, of course he gains it from his training with the knights. Uh, He can brace his shield with both hands, enhancing its potential for both offense and defense. (laughs) (laughs) So it really is the Call of Duty riot shield now. (laughs) Um, It increases the weapon damage die of the shield's boss, or spikes, uh, and increases the shield's hardness by two. That's so fucking uh, cool. The, the shield That lock. is really cool. Is yours yeah. considered boss since you have a dagger sticking? <laughs> I believe so. Sheathed inside of it? <laughs> uh, he's mostly just using it, uh, so he, he's just going to stand in the middle of all this is the idea. Okay. Uh, so and, one action okay. to drop into this stance. Free action to drop the mace. Second action to drop into stance. Right. And he's going to walk up to uh, red here. Yeah, one of the six mitflits. Mitflit right. red. Um... And he's going to... Can he use the shield to just bash? Hit? Yeah, that's what the shield, shield boss bash. is, basically. And you can yep. inscribe... It's two things worth noting. I've gotten some jokes from listeners that this season I need to layer them together like a yeah. club DJ drop with the amount that we've been using that. Uh, but you can attack with it. If your shield's ever destroyed the boss or the spikes essentially remain intact, you can replace and repair the, the wooden part or whatever else the shield's made out of. You can also inscribe weapon runes on the boss of a shield. That's cool. Yep. Which is kind of a cool thing. Uh, That's going to be a 10. Uh, A 10 is going to be a miss because these all have, these are all behind cover and have taken cover behind cover. Yep. Um, So actually what I will say is you, that is difficult terrain to step onto that pile of junk. Although they wouldn't have cover from you because you are on top of the cover. I think that would deny them the cover. It really has a high ground. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Don't try it. (laughs) We were just all talking about that uh, video on TikTok of the guy doing Owen Wilson as Obi-Wan. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, go watch both parts. Wow. You know, like, I, I've got the high ground. You know, <laughs> I, I, I can't do voices. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, What's so you up, walk up. Darth? What's <laughs> up, Darth? You walk up there, you slam the shield down. It kind of hides underneath one of these wagon wheels. You rocked that gremlin like a wagon wheel. Mm. And that's going to be your turn. Uh, Nikolai, it's you. So all these guys have cover, and I'm kind of around the turn a little bit. Yeah, and keep in mind distance. So, like, for some context, Arthur is in dim light there at the mm-hmm. end, because Ari has 20 feet of bright, then an additional 20 of dim light from her halo. Okay. Which is super Indeed. fucking cool. How long does it have to wait before you can cast Guidance on an individual again? That's a minute. You're good. Yeah, a minute. That's what I thought. Um, so I'm going to do... Guidance on Lucky. You know what? I was thinking about this. Pass this down. Use this as a guidance oh. token, basically. Oh, fun. So put that somewhere that you'll see it on your turn, Jared, and you remember that coin. You've got a uh, guidance. Lovely. One second. Go ahead and talk some amongst yourself. I've got all these. In the same way that we use a lot of old, like, patches for hero points, I've got a bunch of old, like, challenge coins from, like, my dad or other things, which like, are really, really great for putting on top of your dice. Because you're like, why do I? Oh, it's from guidance. That's what yeah, this yeah, is yeah. for. We were using them on the maps, too, to denote, like, where you're walking. Yeah, that so, was cool on the hex. Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll, we'll keep that up. We also do, I did say, if you're ever running Kingmaker, they do have, like, a specialized GM screen for Kingmaker that has the hexes of the world map on the front of yeah, it. Yeah, that's cool. That we can dry erase right on, which I'm pretty stoked for. Is that distance that I am accurate? It's 45. It's 45. Can I cast days from here? Uh, what's the range on days? 60. The hell okay. yeah. I didn't know if, like, them being... Yeah, no. or whatever has any. No, it doesn't. This is one. This is where I, I think you've just made a big brain play. Is that a save on their part versus a roll on yours? A will save. So that means it doesn't matter that they have concealment from low light. Yeah. You can pick them out and drop days on them. So I'm gonna drop days on. You gonna go for red one? 
Yeah, I'll go with this guy. Yeah, the red one. Just because yeah. we've already didn't wait. Which one oh, did you point pink. at? That was pink. That's pink. Yeah, that's pink. Okay. All right. Jane is actually is... no. I'll do green. Yeah. Green. All right, green, green. one. Thank I can't you see all. these colors from here. So. I mean, it's for the worth, I saw it looking at it, I'm like, oh, these all look the same. <laughs> all right, that's fine. That's on green. Look, if you go ahead and just kill it, then it's uh, not an issue. Um, let's see. So saving th- will will DC. Wheel DC. All right, here we go. Gonna roll the uh, All Worlds Tavern die. Came from friend of the cast, Zach. Ooh, that's a really, really good roll, though. Uh, 23. And that goes against, like, my spell DC, yeah, right? Spell DC. it doesn't have anything in there. That's gonna pass. Yeah. All right, does anything happen on a pass for days? Let me look it up. I don't know if that's a like. reason I did not learn this very simple spell. Hey, on the bright side, though, you do have the tabs you ordered the last recording session. That's I can see true. them on yep. your book. Mm-hmm. Let's see, a critical success, a success. Just a success. Success, his target is deafened for one round. From days? Bob. Sorry, deafness. <laughs> <laughs> they are so, so dangerous. Yeah, so only if they... Uh, only on a failure? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, if you critically fail the save, you're also stunned one. That's what dope is as it? fuck. Wait, hold on. What happened to this guy? Nothing. 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 Not a so damn thing. So you cast days. You have one Shakes action left. Off. What Not do you want to do, Nikolai? Too. So you have one action left? I cast bless. Or, oh, uh, guidance. guidance. <laughs> so guidance and then bless. Or You're days. good. All right. Well, it's Red's turn right beneath Trent, right beneath Arthur from your feet. Sword uh, at I, the red. Can, oh. can I un. Oh, yeah. Un. What's the word? Unray. Undelay. Undelay. <laughs> undelay, <laughs> yes. undelay. You're going to re enter the initiative order after Nikolai. Okay. I'm going to take a shot at Brown. At Brown? Okay. I've got, I've got Brown right here on and my tracker. Guidance is great because. Uh, it kind of negates the the clumsy for my attack. Yes, but not the minus one as well. So you're just oh, at a total yeah, that's minus true, one. That's true. Okay, so we're doing a total nine, minus one. Yep, and uh, this will be in d- dim light. So you have a five percent or a DC five flat check because right. of the lighting situation. So this is an eighteen to hit. That's definitely a hit. A ten, a flat check. It's gonna be good. Make I'm assuming I was hidden. Uh, yes, you definitely were. That's nine points of damage. Damn. Oh, it's one hit. Uh, it just sort of squeals and screams. Blood's gurgling up out of its mouth a little bit. Right, we'll take another. Damn. Another shot. All right. Will not be. It will not be off guard to this one. Nope. That's a six total. Six total. That's a miss. You got and, one action uh, left. What's hmm. it gonna be? Can I break line of sight somehow? Uh, if you retreat back up the corkscrew a little bit, yeah. Let's do that. So you retreat back up. If you just want to move yourself in the order uh, on the map, that way we just kind of generally know where you are. So you Does pop Spike back. follow you around automatically? No. He's gonna. He can stay within a hundred feet. Uh, wow. All right. It's now Mitflit Red's turn, which I believe is right in front of Arthur. It is. Looking for a big roll here. Short sword in one hand, darts in the other cover behind this. Ooh, that's a good roll. That's an 18 to hit. That's a And you're clumsy one. Miss. Even with clumsy one? Even with clumsy one. God damn it. <laughs> oh, wait, right. wait, wait. Hang on, oh, hang on. Oh, oh. I don't have my shield up. Yeah. You're clumsy one. Your stance Ooh, doesn't give it. you... It's a hit. Yeah. Stance Tune in next week to find out how much oh, damage you take. Oh. No, yay. <laughs> <laughs> The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, 
All that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.